Hey everybody, this is Petey from Spinarack, and today, let's see how far I can get this to go down, limbo it. Because I can't, I don't know if I can find this cover. I think I possibly need to buy another one of these and pull the cover off of this. And um, so I could get the, but I don't think there's a way, I guess you have to press it to get the, this um, image in the middle smoothed out because I've seen it online, but there's different colors for each side, but this was the reprint of Hulk 181, and sorry, Hulk 180 and 181, right? This, to present fans today, is the most important issue of the Hulk. The issue 182, I think at the time, was one of the most um, important. I already read, did the, um, the arc with, um, What's his name? With um, already did the arc that had um, Warlock in it. That was one of the more powerful arcs. But um, with that said, this is the this is reprinting the first appearance of Wolverine with some extras and Burn being a stickler for trying to keep it in the mood had um, Jack Abel ink this cover rather than having someone like Terry or someone like that. Burn is a nut for consistency, and this is no different. Having, um, getting to do the original costume, but having Jack Abel, who inked the first story, the original story, All right? So, let's see, let's go through this, All right? From whence came Wolverine, right? Now, it's hint because he's blue. No, actually, the colors are the same colors as Michigan Wolverine. So, there's a, uh, I think a burn thread where he was thinking they were going to call him Bobcat or something like that. But anyway, um, he has the same colors as the Michigan Wolverine. So, it makes sense that they wanted to call him Wolverine originally, right? So, Hulk stories always kind of start like this, where Hulk kind of lands into his next event. Kind of different from the TV show where he runs into it, but the premise would be pretty much the same, right? And this would be e easily translated to TV, that the Hulk would basically go to somewhere and develop a new supporting cast, right? And this is the point where Hulk was kind of Marvel's goofy, where he was just trying to have peace, right? So the Hulk scares off you know, breaks the fence, scares off these um, wolves that are there, and then the Hulk gets some there's some complaints from the locals, and the Hulk isn't happy with that, so pushes them off and makes the move. Now, see this motion? See all this top cover? The, I think the first Hulk movie kind of captured that, right? That was the only good thing about the Hulk, that movie that he was moving real fast, and they see the Hulk ventures off into Canada, right? Trying to find peace. And the Canadian officials track that the Hulk has come, so they send a mobilized Weapon X, right? So as he goes to Canada, he runs into some wolves, right? And he's not really happy. He likes dogs, but they're attacking him, right? Push him into a thing, and then of course, he finally makes short work of him. 
and he's gonna smash them. Right? So in Canada, you can imagine there's a beast of that origin, and Hulk says he doesn't need anyone. The Hulk always has Hulk, right? And Glenn Talbot is going through a period we showed him before, escaping from the Russian camp, and he wants to meet the president. And they're like, the government officials are like, there's no chance he can meet this, the president. And as the Hulk is in Canada, he's hearing this voice. Someone is calling him. He wants it to go away, but he can't get it away. He's making him destroy the forest. And we have this woman, Marie, who is trying to save her brother, who is now the Wendigo. And we have Jorge, who's trying to talk her out of it, right? So she has a plan, a simple plan, right? That she's going to make this transformation and lead the fate of the Wendigo with the Hulk, right? With living hell. So the Hulk will have a double whammy, right? And you can see this is pretty dense, but it's pretty easy to read. The storytelling is so clean. So um, as I said before, like Len Wynn is really the person who kind of did his best. And where Stan was going for, I forget the author he said. He was an author who was kind of like a person who was kind of a Greek chorus in the writing that he liked. And that's what Stan kind of did, where he was kind of the Greek chorus, the person who kind of talked to the readers. But Len was kind of more in the Roy Thomas vein, where it's kind of where Roy kind of talked to the readers. The Roy would get to more literary stuff, and Len would move all the way over to just being kind of literary, with the captions being like the exposition and description of stuff, right? And the Hulk is being drawn over and runs into Marie and, um, and Jorge. And they give him something to eat and they calm him down. He feels sleepy. And the papers of Summer have done well. Knocked out the Hulk, right? And she now is calling, some, calling someone else. But at the same time, the vapors of slumber don't hold off the Hulk for very long. So. He's still, Jorge's really trying to talk Marie out of this. And there, the Wendigo appears. And the Hulk sees who's awake, and he's like, what's... The Hulk see this is the thing, where he has a hard time with memory. The Hulk called... Monster called Windy... Winnie, Windy, Wendigo. Right? He said, what's he doing talking to friends? The Hulk is not having it. Right? And they call this the Battle of the Century. Joe Frazier and Muhammad Ali, eat your hearts out. And 
The Hulk, of course, always has his own ego. That's the strongest one there is. They start having it out. Punch him, they headbutt. And it's just pretty much even. And they're just going at it. And then Wolverine pops up, right? And I think, I'm not sure if, if, um, John Romita redrew the face. It's possible. Right? Because we see this face here and we see that face there. But anyway, this is our first appearance of Wolverine. Right? That's in Hulk 180. It says the Wolverine strikes but once and here and now the Wolverine. And see this leap, this is a reasonable leap for a Wolverine character, right? He jumps in there and he's kind of a little formidable. He like breaks them up. He's ready to fight the both of them, right? And this is the funny part. I think when I think, I'm not sure when, was this the first time I got to read this story? Right? Cause a rabbit, I like, like a Wolverine, if you don't mind Hulk. <laughs> Like a Wolverine, I got claws forged with diamond hard adamantium and the power to back them up. And then see, since those claws can seem to pierce that incredible emerald hide of yours, why don't I see how they fare against your shaggy friend? Ah, that's much better. So <laughs> that sort of thing, the little bit of homicidal maniac that um, Lane was giving him, but he was supposed to be a young guy so he could join the X-Men. Right, but he has some weight to him. He can punch into something. So it said that you know there's something more to this guy, right? And Wolverine's claws are hurting him, whereas the Hulk, the claws don't hurt him at all, right? So the Hulk is looking at Wolverine, taking making short work of of the um, at least weakening the Wendigo. So Hulk is like, what's going on here? So. An enemy of Hulk, enemy is Hulk's friend, right? That's a basic thing. So Hulk realizes he's going to help him out. This Wolverine must be his friend. Hulk gets it, gets it right in the jaw, right? To attack him. So then they work together. And Wolverine puts the finishing touches on him, right? And they drop them. There's a pause. The Hulk is calm to him because he's hurt work with his friend. Then Wolverine tries to cut the Hulk again. So they start fighting again, right? So the battle is going on. They drag, somehow these two drag the Wendigo and she starts the process. So, this Wolverine now, they have their backup plan set up for Wolverine, right? So, the Hulk is trying to do all his tricks, but, you know, Wolverine is a little bit quicker than him. So, he's able to get out of the Hulk's plans. And he's really getting upset with him. And we realize that this guy, Jorge, is the reason why 
Wendigo, his, her brother Paul became the Wendigo, right? So she uses this potion, invisible gas, and it knocks out the Hulk. And then the Hulk transforms and he's in a man, and they're like, oh, now we can move him around. And she's like, never, we won't do it. And the old Breton, he walks away, right? Because she said the old's is dead. But then he's thinking about it. Then he goes into the thing forever, thinking about what he had done. She ties up Wolverine, tries to drag the Hulk. And this is the story where Brandon doesn't appear for too long. He started appearing less and less as this popularity of the Hulk had really kind of steamrolled him out of the book again, right? And realizes that Marie has kind of turned on the Hulk, doesn't get in. He's like, nope, I'm going to take out Wolverine, right? And then Wolverine's ready to fight too. And this, these sort of shots that he's surviving the fight with the, with the Hulk said that, hey, there must be something more to Wolverine. And that's how Byrne kind of decided that he would have an adventium skeleton, right? So then the Wendigo is awake. And he said, Wolverine turns for a second. The Hulk is just ready to fight and hits Wolverine with a glancing blow. So speed, he's able to dodge a little. But Wolverine falls out. And then the Wendigo is trying to talk, but he can't. He only can say one word. He says, I can't understand. And he's like, <laughs> Paul, my brother Paul is normal. He says, the right trans the right of transformation has already been performed. All right? All right, why did you do this? You don't understand, Marie. Perhaps you never will. But I didn't do this because I owed a debt. I did it because I loved you. And then he runs off, paying his debt back. And then Wolverine's out cold, and he sees someone crying, and the Hulk comforts her, right? She has no care of her brother right now, just of the love that she missed, right? And Wolverine's that old school kind of a-hole. This little story by um, Joe Duffy, right? Wolverine approaches a woman. Oh, there's also George Perez. Oh, he only inks it, sorry. He only inks it. It really feels like his work, right? So he, he scares off the girls. Hercules comes. And then... Um, Wolverine kind of gets into a fight with him. He has these claws. And Hercules doesn't want to play with that. But at least he's kind of formidable in the fight. And he decided to become friends and drink the place. And this is a little story where they talk about the evolution of Wolverine, right? With a Paul Smith drawn piece, right? And um, Joe Rubenstein got introduced, and then we talk about the history that was added later with James McDonald Hudson, and the original drawings by um, John Romita, right? 
he was already created to be kind of the new X-Men. If ever they were going to bring the X-Men back. Wynn said, I always saw Wolverine as psychotic. That's what Wolverines are. They're crazy. His natural tendency, every instinct in his body, say that if you say good morning to him, in the wrong tone of voice that he doesn't like, he might rip your throat out. But it's his resistance, where his claws would go into your throat, then he would stop. That would make him a hero. His own inner battle with himself to restrain the monster in him. The beast that would automatically go for your throat. Now here who's a guy whose instincts to kill but doesn't because he knows it's wrong. All right, so that's Lee Wynn's thing. Now Byrne would want to kind of push that over the edge where he'd be like, Kitty says something wrong to him, he might kill, <laughs> kill her. Right? So we kind of get the split of... Um, trying to deal with that. Byrne kind of keep playing to the homicidal maniac. And then we even get to yeah, Byrne issues. We got um, John Romita sh shots. And then we got um, that Claremont never really was happy with the psycho killer aspect. The two-dimensional psycho killer aspect, right? So ultimately that would lead into the samurai aspect. And Byrne would kind of say that is the 180 from where he wanted the character, but they kind of, you know, told us talk about the popularity of the Hulk. Here's the original cover covers. You have another Romita face here. Um, I don't think there's any Romita faces here, but um, yeah, you got the covers and that's it. So there's our reprint. This is when they stopped doing Baxters and they just went to regular and I think this is I think my brother had 180 they had 182 and I think this is how I got to finally read Hulk 181 outside of seeing a flashback of it in X-Men 139 okay I guess that's it for that spin rack out